Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we're live. Hey, guys, welcome back to Benching and Bullshitting, uh, the Cold Strong Power podcast, where we go live on uh, Instagram and YouTube. I got Instagram up here and YouTube over here. Uh, answering questions live on two platforms. And uh, what's the topic of today? Well, Matt, Magnavita, thanks for hopping on. Thanks, Toby Hurley, for hopping on as well. Uh, we're just talking about the week. I talk about the week of training, uh, things coming up. Uh, and, of course, main thing is answering everybody's questions. That's why I come on here primarily. Uh, again, this is for YouTube. This is for Instagram. This is also for the podcast. i got my mic right over here. And we got off-camera Kate that she goes by. Hello, everyone. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> But so, I guess there is a topic because we're going to run through like your favorite. This oh, is our last yeah. podcast episode. Uh, well, our, our last live, at least. Um, I think we might record for next week, just like off air, do anonymous questions or whatever. But yeah, ne- a week from today is Christmas. So this is our last live of 2022. Yep. Um, so. so Jim's going to recap his favorite like moments from this year favorite lifts favorite training lifts favorite moments just anything whether it's gym related or competition related yeah and uh we'll get to that here in a minute so we'll just keep going through and uh just start with obviously uh talking about the week and the do you want to tilt that up so your head's not cut off oh i guess so there you go that's a little better that's better so we're going to talk about uh obviously the week and uh thanks paul for hopping on here as well um, anyway, so the biggest thing obviously was the workout from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 1463, po- 1463, a 13 pound heaviest weight ever handled PR. Uh, previous before that was the 1450 that I, uh, hit Rob's. So I was very happy to do that. Didn't touch the board. It was more of a, it was more of a, oh shit moment than anything else. Uh, it was just a lot of fucking weight. And as soon as I started pressing it, Every muscle in my forearms was on fire. Uh, YouTube can see my arms uh, where I started to cup tonight, but if you can't see there, I'm cupping a little bit yeah, there. That's kind of where the comments are. Yeah. So anyway, so that was uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, 1463. What did you do right before that set? Because you did 12 and that just flew up, which is so wild. Yeah, it's, it's like manageable weight now, which is strange. Yeah. 1375 was oh, right yeah, before yeah. that. And actually, on the 1375, something happened and my shoulder popped. My left shoulder, my my problem shoulder popped. I was like, oh, great. Here we go. Wasn't sore, so I went up to 1463. Didn't hurt. So I was like, oh, that's cool. But then afterwards, the, the night like today, of and today, yeah. it's pretty sore. So I've been having to baby it. But that's just. It doesn't feel like an injury. Right? It's not, no, it's not injured. It's just, it's just irritated. Like you piss something off. I piss something off. It's not out of location like it was last year. It's just pissed. So it's just life of the liver. It's just part of. Part of my life, work with this kind of weight. But uh, so that was pretty cool. I was pretty happy with that. And uh, I got a question already over here on IG. Pros and cons for being lean for equipped bench powerlifting with stomach gut to short range of motion. Well, uh, pros and cons for being lean for equipped bench. Well, the, the biggest con is, I mean, depending on how you, much you weigh as well, but you're going to be able to lift less weight than somebody who's heavier. Mm-hmm. You have probably more range of motion because you don't, you don't have a gut to go to. 
That's what he's saying. Like hmm. for equipped bench powerlifting with stomach to yeah. gut to like your gut is shortening your range of motion. So like, yeah. that's a pro. So like pros pro. of having a giant gut. Just less range of motion. You can lift more weight over a shorter distance. That's just physics in our But uh, also universe. keep in mind that like, I mean, uh, some guys it might just be solid fat. But for you, it's not. Like, there's an entire shelf of muscle. Yeah, I, I offer anybody. I, I have people come up and they're like, you know, they're actually like poke and touch on my stomach because a lot of that's muscle. I've, I've not yeah. been wearing a belt when I trained back for the last two and a half years or so. So I've been forced to use my abs as my belt. And that has caused me to build a lot of muscle in my midsection. Yeah. I'm still chubby. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But there's a lot of muscle there, um, yeah. from, you know, deadlifting and squatting. All in the, the right lighting, you can see, like your still, abs. Yeah, there's, they're they're there. They're just there's just they're big. They're it's it's sticking out. I've, I've yeah. built them like you would build actual any other muscle. So and then if you think about like Scott Mendelson, yeah, you know, he has a power belly, but he takes his shirt off and he's got defined abs. Yes, absolutely. He had a, he had a big belly as well. He still does. Yeah. Wonder at Max, what's up, man? What's happening? How was your week? Week was good. Thanks for asking. Hope yours is good as well. Good stuff on that fourteen sixty three. Well, yeah, it was. It was okay. It wasn't. It was good. It, was, it wasn't what you wanted. No, but I. I, I was. But not, it's more than you've ever done. It was, I was probably a quarter inch, maybe even less, maybe like an eighth of an inch from that board. Still pressed it. Still grinded it out. I'm pretty happy with it. So that's something like Amber's we talked on here. about today. Was. You know, I'd asked, why didn't you touch the board? That and was... I thought it was because you'd been doing all of your sets that entire day was two board, two board, two board. Yeah. So I thought maybe it was like a little muscle memory thing where your body was like, oh, we're at the two board. Oh, we're still going. This is wrong. I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. um, but then you'd said it was like just really fucking It was heavy. just very fucking heavy. I'm not going to lie. Heavy, it yeah. was... Uh, I've not had, I've been handling 1400 almost every weekend and that's fine. Like it doesn't shock me anymore. It doesn't hurt my, my forearms are fine, but that weight push it over. And like I said, when I, when I started pushing every muscle in my forearm was on fire. I was like, wow, holy shit. This is heavy. Yeah. So like you've been handling the 14, but how long has it been since you handled 1450? Uh, a few months since Rob's. When did you do that? Like what? Hold. That was, uh, july august let me went to his for august or september was the first time i went to rob's okay so what is that noise so Did I lock one of the cats the in, the cats in the bathroom i think <laughs> i was like what the fuck? mike what's up and yeah uh yeah freaking uh eddie hall had at his biggest uh what they're saying is at his biggest he had abs but he had a giant stomach but he had abs yes guess who it was peeps the menace the menace yeah. so yeah guys uh it was it was pretty wild though I'm still happy with it. I still moved it. It's still the overload that I was looking for. That was the point. I wanted to get something in my hand, something more than 1,400 pounds. I've been doing that weight left and right, you know, in training. And finally got on the platform there with that meat that I bombed out in. But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, we have a guest tonight. We have a, a <laughs> noisy one in the room with us. But, uh, yeah. You want to go say hi to the people? No, don't say hi to the people. She's oh, fine. Okay. Uh, she's fine. She's loud. Uh, someone said it's called keg abs. Fuck yeah. I'll be. Hey, 
I know. I mean, it's if I I would be disappointed in myself if it was all just solid fat, but no, it's not. Yeah, but, I would be too. Honestly. But yeah, it's just from like I said, I just haven't worn a belt. Besides, for like when I was squatting raw, I would wear a belt for like six, seven, eight, nine. I never got up to nine hundred, but eight fifty. Miss Kitty Amber says this one's uh, Penelope Schmickles. This is Penelope. This is Peebles. This is the one that Al, uh, Alfredo calls Mr. Pickles. It's, and no, it's not it's, even. That's not I even close. Out, oh, that's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say hi, please. Okay. Look at the peebies. <laughs> oh, goodness. She's oh. really pissed. Oh, no, she's not. Who's <laughs> a baby? Piss fingers. No, that's, <laughs> no, piss fingers is the other one. This is Pibs. This is my buddy. Okay, she's gone now. All right, anyway, we're back to business. Good God. She's stuck. Wait. You... Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Her For fuck's sake. She gets stuck on everything. Anyway. <laughs> Good grief. That's your menace. She's your cat. One Rep Max is over on YouTube as well. So, yo, this is a trip. I am watching both this and YouTube. Laugh my ass at which one is more real time. That's a good question because I think one's, I think the YouTube is real time and the Instagram is slightly delayed. I think. I have no Not idea. sure. Let's see. Barracuda Bart says, You ever feel soreness, not necessarily pain in the bicep area immediately after a heavy session? Yes. I'll tell you what. Um, oftentimes the site of soreness is not the source. So if your bicep is sore, sometimes uh, it's something above or below. So it could be something in the shoulder that's getting tight and pulling on the bicep causing the pain. So for example, these, uh, the cupping. So if you, YouTube is very easy to see. So right now you can, ah, there, that's a good view. I cupped here and here, right? Okay. So normally, so if I, and I've learned this through trial and error and also talking with Jericho, if I have pain over top of like this bone right here, all this soft tissue, these tendons running along the bone. Okay. That happens a lot. So the, this is the site of the pain. I can touch it. I can point at it. It's right fucking here. But this is not the source. There's a muscle up here that has two parts, which is where I've cupped right here. So I have to put cups on these two muscle bellies to get them to loosen to make this loosen up and not be in pain. So if you're getting bicep pain, you might have to cut possibly uh, the forearm flexors, maybe the shoulder, the front delt. It's not always... The site is not the source. It's something above or below. So I did two, you know, so that's why I did two. I want to hit both parts of that muscle above and below to get that to loosen, to make this uh, loosen up. Uh, but every part of my forearm, not just the flexors, not just the inside, uh, the extensors, whatever. So I learned recently that all of the forearm flexors actually all connect down at the same point, I'll actually use my left arm so you all can see on Instagram. All the forearm flexors come down and meet right in here. So when I was in Dallas, I was having some forearm pain. And I was like, motherfucker. When we went to a meet down there, there was a gentleman there who uh, might might start distributing with Anderson. His name, I forget his name, but he was with a new Bear Post, Bear Post yeah. a new kind of his own little startup company, Bear Post. And he sells these little resin wedges and stuff you can like rub your back onto. You and stuff. To, it's in your bag out there. You th yeah, go grab it if you want to. I'm just going to bring your bag in. Okay. Anyway, so I grabbed this thing and uh, she'll bring it in in a second. It's got a wide end and a, sh and a smaller end. 
you can use the smaller end to put like more pressure on a, on the spot or the wider end to put less pressure because of the difference in size. So I took this thing and once she grabs it, I'll show you, but I took the wide part because this was very sensitive. I didn't want to put a lot of pressure on it. I'll let her, we'll dig it out real quick and I'll just demonstrate uh, once we find it because this is a, uh, Pretty wild how, how effective this was. So, again, I was in Dallas, and I had forearm flexor pain. It's, it's all right. There it is. Okay. So this is my little piece from Bear Post. So it's got, again, it's got a narrow end and a wide end, and it's made of resin. Okay. It's flat right there, so you can set it down somewhere. So I took this thing, and I put it down. And I found that spot where all the forearm flexors connect. So they, they connect right down in here or right in here, right on the inside of the elbow right there. And I put that right on there and I put all my weight on it, sort of rubbing it back and forth. And that caught, it caused a lot of fucking pain. It was not a fun experience, but it, it made all of my forearm flexors loosen up and, and fuck off and they didn't hurt anymore. So I'm really learning like, okay, I've got pain here. I've got pain here. What's causing it? Again, something above or below it, insertion points, muscles, things like that. And, I'm lear and I've learned that. So it's very fun to be able to kind of mend my own forearms because they are a constant source of uh, maintenance, 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 maintenance. Had a question up here. Let me find it. Okay. Hybrid six says, are there... Any changes you make to your unrack height or overall setup when reverse grip benching that differ from prone bench? Um, because of the nature of the lift and where you're trying to hold it, you do need to be a little bit more under the bar. I don't want to have to grab the bar like this. I want to be more underneath of the bar to just pop it straight out of the rack. So I have found that a slightly higher uh, rack position is is best is is best for that so you do want to put the bar a little bit higher in the rack and i'm catching up i'm catching up uh, i'm not sure what that says thanks anyway and uh, okay what are you doing over there i was looking up what the instagram handle was for bear post yeah it's the bear post official the bear post official it's one guy it's his own company so a lot of times he makes these things, um, these long rods on the side, and you can actually, there you go. She just put the handle in there. You can attach this to a power rack, and he had a power rack set up with a few of these things, and uh, I was able to put my entire body weight into it and, like, rub my traps and lats on this fucking thing like a bear, like on a fucking uh, tree. You can show, like, there's Garrett using Oh, it perfect, then. If you want to, like, click on it and just show the video. So I'll show YouTube real quick. This is what the bear post is, but he's on a rack right now. It has like a peg that's made into there, and then you just see put it just in like your that. Rack. Yep. And then he also sells rails that you can attach, and I think you can even like attach it to a, like a stud in your wall at home, probably. Probably. So I'll show you real quick Instagram the bear post. Pretty cool piece. Um, so here, here he is right here. He's got that thing attached to a power rack on a rod right there on a track. And them shits, I'll tell you what, it didn't take much, but it, it, it I could dig in all these spots in my back. It was pretty fucking awesome. This is just the handheld one. 
just for general maintenance and massage and stuff like that. But it's a pretty cool, pretty cool, cool concept. And bear post. I think it's funny when bears walk up to trees and like do that with their backs. So that's kind of. Is that what Sasquatch does too? Yeah, probably. Who knows? Maybe. You're the expert. I'm not the expert. (laughs) Uh, Chef for Xavier, do you squat and deadlift also or just bench? I don't really squat or deadlift anymore. Uh, Just bench. I deadlift once in a while. I might do block pulls, rack pulls for the pure sake of muscle development and upper back strength. I don't really squat anymore because I don't give a fuck. Um, I just, I'm concerned about bench right now. And that's pretty much it. Barracuda Bart says, thanks. Went max effort on Friday and my biceps felt the most sore immediately after the workout was confused, surprised by that. So yeah, check your shoulders, check your forearms. Make sure you're warming up. Yeah, do the I, I always do the Super D Donnie Thompson shoulder protocol uh, right before I bench. Before I grab the empty bar, I do my shoulder protocol. Uh, it's where you take the giant band, hook it up to a vertical post that's not going to get tipped over. Put your arm in there and do all his rotational movements. He's got a YouTube video about it. I'm sure it's on his page somewhere. You've been seeing, I don't know if this is common or if I'm just, like, am I just now noticing it or hmm. if it's just weirdos? Okay, I have to unplug that. It's our heater, and Walter keeps touching it. Okay. Okay. Um, but I've seen people, like, come in, put the bar on the bench, slap a plate on, and just go at it. Uh-huh. Well. I've seen that a lot this week. And then they yeah. add a quarter, and then they fail. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's, it's an experience, I think, you know? I mean, do a lot of people just do that? Like, they just jump in, go straight to a plate? Yeah, yeah. They don't are. take time to warm up with the bar. Dude, I'm, hand, I'm, hand I'm going up to 1462, and the first set I do is the empty bar. You do so, like three sets with so, the empty sometimes, bar. Sometimes two or three. Sometimes the first set with the empty bar feels like shit, and you're, believe it or you know, not. Wide grip, narrow grip, yeah. reverse Reverse, grip. mm-hmm. Trying to get blood in all these critical areas, mm-hmm. so that's why I do that. But um, let's see what we got here. Uh, did the Paul Offer, what's up, man? Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for the advice last night and the video. Hope you don't mind. I talked to Ryan Catelli and sent him the video, and he's going to try it out. No, absolutely. Cool, if, wow. if it helps anybody, I'm I'm happy to help. That's that's awesome. What video did you send him? Uh, my my board extension explanation, which I think oh. Toby Hurley has a question about that here in a second. I've uh, been doing that for the past few months. Shoulder feel great. So probably the shoulder protocol. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, Donnie Thompson is fucking smart, dude. Like, not just super cool and. Uh, Strong, but he's funny. super smart and, and funny. That's what I thought you were going to say was funny. Well, but all, all of those things. <laughs> Toby Hurley says, can you show the motion when you say to do board extension? I always miss this. Okay, cool. Really quick. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I actually have a band sitting right fucking here conveniently. So what I'm going to do is take this band, right? So board extension. So if you come down to a board, I'm hoping you can see this in frame, but uh, I gotta, I'm going to pretend this is my barbell, right? I'm going to lay on the bench, have someone hold a board, whatever. I'm going to bring this down to the board. I'm going to pause on the board. And then without the band leaving the board, I'm going to pull it apart. Okay? Just like just like that. So set up for the bench. Bring it down to a board. Pause for a quick second. Extend. Reset. Bring it down to the board. Extend. So his arms never go up. They're going out, out with the band. So if you do – now, if you do that very thing, you do that exact same muscle – activation with the straight barbell we can't we can't stretch a barbell like that so what's going to happen is the bar is going to go up so that's a quick explanation on uh, on that i think we brought the band in because you were going to show like the shoulder 
thing, but oh, there's no there's way to set it up in here. Yeah. <laughs> so Hybrid Six says your weak lockout YouTube video is very helpful on one and a half speed. It's like Louis is talking. Oh, <laughs> kind of like another language, right? You just start talking. That's pretty cool. Thomas says Super D is amazing. That's absolutely right. Kenny Sellers is on here. What's up, Ken? Toby Hurley says thank you. Cool. We're at the. We're. I'm finally caught up. Cool. So besides, uh, obviously, you know the the heavy, 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 heavy weight from this weekend. Uh, again, I'm just kind of. It's it's. It's 37 pounds away from 1500. Like it's it's crazy. It's it's. And the goal was 15. So yeah, I I fully intended on going in and handling. Okay, no, I'm saying the word handling. I wanted to handle Putting 1500. It in your hands. Doing something with it. I'm not sure what, but I'll be I'll be honest. I'd be lying. Okay, if I said that it didn't get in my head a little bit. Um, so I, I decided to cut it kind of in the middle. I'm like, well, I could go to 15. But I don't want to, oh, fuck, you know, holy shit. And uh, so I, I settled for a small PR. We were on a two board. We went down to a one board because just to get more stretch out of the shirt and actually get more out of it. Yeah. Um, the, the, your I, arms are so short that like a two board for you was like a three or three and a half for some yeah. other people. Yep. And so the shirt, it was still like mostly you you weren't yeah. getting that much out of the shirt so that's so my idea was i put this on patreon the night before on friday night i was talking about it uh you know shorter range of motion more weight it's going to be overload it'll make 1400 feel more manageable if i can handle 1500 pounds but we decided mm -hmm. to go down to a one board uh, and hit 1463 again about an eighth of an inch from touching the board it was very very close it was one of those oh shit moments and just pushed it back up very fucking hard it was very heavy the grind yeah on the way back up is exactly what you needed mm -hmm. like you have not that was a it looked like a poly bench grind it was hard like it was yeah it looked hard it that's was, the first time yeah. i've seen it look hard for you mm -hmm. in a few months yeah in a while i had to push it i, I haven't been pushing it recently i mean i've been handling 1400 when, multiple when times 13 is still warming up weight and don't and don't get that's dumb. and don't get it twisted, guys. Thirteen hundred is still very fucking heavy. It's not like it's one thirty five. It it's warm up weight kind of, but it's still very fucking heavy. Yeah, it's not your working set though. Like it's not yeah. your my working top sets. End stuff, yeah, start, my working sets have been going up like stopping like starting or stopping at fourteen hundred. So. Yeah. But you locked it out. I mean, yeah. when it it oh, it. I I feel like I'm stuttering through it because I'm just like picturing it over and over in my head, and it went so slow mm -hmm. compared to the 12 and compared to the 13 and you haven't had something slow you down mm -hmm. since you put these band shirts on it's until fucked. then but, yeah and in that moment i know in the video it was literally like a two second press like whatever no it was it was but in that moment it felt like it was like 45 minutes it was I definitely was like, like five What's seconds happening? it was a it was a fucker <laughs> it was a and fucker then it was oh and i was just watching your biceps and like all your veins were out and i was like oh is his arm gonna explode like nah we're good there were so many things but then I you actually, locked it out when you locked it out mm -hmm. i was like oh shit yeah like he he it's locked out and you said ow, ow, ow. <laughs> i think i said <laughs> i think I think okay. I managed to say okay. Yeah, you know, like that's, that's it. Like get kept, it off me. We kept playing it over and over to see what you were saying. It was saying, uh, but... oh fuck, it was heavy. Oh, and then you did your fish out of water. Mm -hmm. I, I my my CNS mm -hmm. freaked out for a second. And Hands went just, purple. Yeah, it's just the way it rolls sometimes. But 
I got um, an ulcer. You know, you did not get an ulcer. The kidney shut down. No, not that either. <laughs> Agent Tri MMA says, do you think it would be worth purchasing an F8 band shirt and using it for an overload effect during off season or whatever? I'm not preparing for a meet. I trade normally in an F6 single ply. The, the thing is, man, is that um, it's the thing is, is uh, the F8s are such a different piece of equipment that yes, you can handle a hell of a lot more weight, but the problem is it's not going to give you a shitload of carryover because you have to, f- it's, it's, it is that different. I'm they're trying to two, say they are, they're two different worlds. Yeah. So like off season for a poly shirt, hit heavy, heavy back, heavy triceps yep. overload with a band tool at the most, I would say. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I mean, if you want to buy an F8 for having one and possibly competing with it, that would be cool, but so the training is different. But you're, it's not, but I got to a poly a long time ago. A long time. Well, well, in the midst of training for and and, and bandies, and uh, the thing is, it's like you, you're, it's so much easier and different in a band shirt compared to a poly. It's so less technical. I actually, my poly bench is probably like shit right now. Mm-hmm. So I'd say <clears throat> what she said: just train your the fuck out of your upper back. Um. Triceps, triceps, chest, uh, raw, upper end, top end, raw, like three board, four board, two board, and train those triceps. But don't the F8 shirt will not necessarily make your single ply better. You have to train single ply to get good at single ply. I will say that for a fact. Over on YouTube, Thomas O'Connor, Jimmy, you are the ultimate beast. Well, I'm I'm something. I'm not. I don't know if I'm <laughs> the ultimate. I'm just a, a lifter. Take the compliment, my guy. Thank you. I'm using an FA2 ply at 181, 58 years old. I'd like to hit 450. Any recommendations? He also says anabolic dock here. Cool. Uh, what do you say? FA2 ply at 181, 58 years old. I'd like to hit 450. Any recommendations? Get in it, learn it, master it, and be in it often. Try to be, be in it every single week. Be patient. Let it open up. Don't move away from it. When you start feeling the weight come down, don't move away from it. Stay up into it. Let it stretch over your body. You know, be that solid rock for the shirt to stretch across. Don't be a cotton ball and move away from it. Uh, be, be Keep your, you know, upper back super tight. Make sure your shoulder blades stay pinched because these things want to pull your shoulders out. You have to fight to keep them in the whole time, especially during the setup. And just have fun. That's that's the most important thing. Let's see. I gotta, I'm way behind, way behind. It's all right. We've got all night. Let's see. Would you use something like a single ply F8, though? Still, it's, it's too different. It's, it's way, way too different. You got to get, you got to train in single ply to be good in single ply. Prime Optimus, what's up? That's 1463 was awesome, brother. Well, it was, it was heavy. It's, it was, I, I could have done better. I, I could have touched the board. But again, it, like, uh, if you're just hopping on here, I explained it was more of a, an oh shit moment, uh, pushing it back up about, like I said, about an eighth of an inch from touching the board, but it's whatever. Again, take the compliment. Yeah. Barracuda Bart says, been noticing you've been working in your blue collar shirt recently. I believe you're in the all black at York. That is correct. Is that the shirt you're planning on using in February? Yes. We are breaking that motherfucker in. It is finally starting to open up. Holy shit. It's been months training with that fucking thing off and on. But she convinced me to stay in it full time, not keep switching shirts back and forth. Because you wouldn't do that with Polly. Yeah, I wouldn't do that with Polly. Um, And it's finally like when I'm actually like wedging in and like pushing with my legs before I get my hands pushed out, I can actually feel my, my wedge actually open and stretch that chest. 
for the first time. So it's actually starting to get manageable to where I could actually use it in competition. So what were you saying? Speaking of your legs, we were talking about it maybe in the car yesterday. Hmm? You were saying like you haven't been using your leg drive as much I've as been, you would in a poly. I've been lazy. Been lazy. I've been lazy okay. with my legs because it's just so much shirt. The setup in these things is so miserable and difficult and takes seemingly takes so much fucking energy that I was getting lazy with my legs. I'm like, I don't, I just wasn't driving with my legs, but then I, I did it by accident, which I should have been doing it the whole fucking time, but I'm still human, right? I make mistakes. And I did it by accident one day. I was when I, the day I did a thousand for 10 reps from a one board in my two ply F8, which was a was huge. Was that the first day that you put it on? The two ply? No, hmm? I'm thinking the very first time you put it on, you did 1,000 <coughs> for 10. That <coughs> that was a triple ply from Anderson. And that was the first workout. <coughs> I, I just inhaled spit. So no, I'm good now. <coughs> anyway, no, that was my first workout in the triple ply. Hmm. I did 1,000 for 10. That was a triple ply. I came back about a year later, less than a year, oh, just less than a year, did 1,000 for 10 in my two ply. But I had, but I drove my legs so fucking hard and wedged into the bench and made and had such a good position. I was like, oh, that's what I need to fucking do. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! It's like it's like it all came back. All that poly shit, you know. But and you're still doing this on a 12 inch pad. 12 inch pad, 14 inch pad is on the way. It's shipping tomorrow. Nobody in the world can mm-hmm. tell me that a 14 inch pad is not necessary for these kind of weights. Because as as it stands, and I'm not trying to toot my horn, I'm just saying, but no one else is doing the shit I'm doing right now, at least for the time being. So and for safety uh, wise, it would be safe, nice to have a board safety for the shoulders, better positioning, all the things Donnie Thompson's talked about and why he invented the fat pad. Now we don't have a fat pad coming. We have a, a custom standard uh it's like a thickness. Competition stand, it's yeah. a competition standard thickness 14 inch wide pad made by rick davis from edge fitness thank you rick quick shout out he's not on instagram but still, yeah still we can't tag him or anything but. so yes i'm planning on using the the blue four ply it's it's designed specifically for me the armhole size the everything it's a magnificent piece rob is literally a leonardo da vinci in the powerlifting business over on uh, YouTube, I gotta get caught up here. Uh, One Rep Max just competed, by the way, on Friday. The Mendy, the Mendy was fun and all. The Mendy shirt, X Factor. Uh, but I miss my denim. That is so fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it. Damn it, AJ, let me use them again. Uh, oh, anyways, bench 496 in the denim. Very strong bench. Very good yeah. for you, man. Very awesome. Answer me this: Do you wash when you do you wash your denim shirt? And when you wash it, do you put it in the dryer? We were talking about this like last week mm-hmm. because when you put your blue jeans in the dryer, they shrink up. And so they're like, oh, really tight again. And then after a while, they like loosen back up. Thanks, Michael. So do you do that with your bench shirt to make it tight again? Because Jim didn't have an answer because the bench, the denim shirt from Blackstones was passed around to like eight different guys and it was never washed. It was just taken off and thrown in a corner. Full of MRSA or something. It's probably very gross. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wash your shirt and does do you shrink it? Like you because put it in the dryer. I have an answer, but I want you to tell your answer. Well, what's your answer? Well, and there were no aliens. No, Jibidin, no. I saw it. It's like, yeah, that's funny. Uh, I have BB Pro Mike Ely is on here. What's up, brother? Living bench press legend. Hey, Mike, what's going on, brother? 
Hope you're doing living large and being large. Oh, I'm sure he is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've been lazy with my lower body and it, it makes me insane that I've realized that after all this time, but it's true, but good God, it, it does. It takes a lot of energy to get set up for these big benches mm -hmm. and my legs are not really conditioned anymore because I don't squat, which that's, I, I do it to myself mm -hmm. and they start burning and they start getting get on fire. But I'm like, you know, once I, but once I get set up and everything's perfect and I get the bar out and you settle in, it's just fucking magical. When, when everything is good, you have to be in such perfect positioning. I'm not going into a commercial gym anymore at 18 years old, grabbing any random bar and loading up one, two, three plates anymore. This is, this is big deal shit. I'm putting 37 pounds shy of 1500 pounds on the bar now. I mean, that it's only just happened. You know, it just happened this weekend, but um, it's becoming a reality. You know, eventually a 1,400-pound bench is going to happen. And then eventually, 1,500 pounds. That is my life goal. That, is, that, and I said this before, I'll say it again, but 1,500 is where I could I could do 1,500 and, oh and be happy for, and, and, and actually be happy with it enough to explore other things. I'm not saying leave the sport. I'm just saying, no, but like then drop weight. Drop and go weight. Back to poly, yeah, I or, could. So you know. actually, after I bench fourteen hundred, see, I, I keep saying I'm going to do it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, after Man I manifest in this house, it's just it's more like self fulfilling prophecy, is what <laughs> my mom always used to tell me. But after I bench fourteen, I am going to back back to poly. I am. I have a big goal in single ply. Yes, and I'm not doing multi ply. It's single ply only. I might compete in multi ply using a single ply shirt because you can do that. I, I'd have nothing in my body ever wants to wear a multiply poly again. Fuck that shit. Um, but single ply, yes, I have a huge goal in single ply. So after I bench 14, I need to switch. I need to change up. It's back to single ply for a while. Do that, reacclimate, get, get good at it again because I'm mm -hmm. sure it sucks right now. Oh, yeah. It'll probably take. Probably four or five weeks just to reacclimate. Oh, yeah. learn, learn how to fire. But correctly. I'm thinking like you'll probably be in poly for then a year. Uh, not 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 a year. <clears throat> you're not gonna stay in for a whole year, you don't think? No, no. You think you're gonna break all those records fast? I just want to get my ultimate single ply goal and then <clears throat> of twelve. Yeah, and then possibly. Do you think you could do thirteen? In what? In single ply? No. You don't. You're putting a limit. <sighs> No, I'm not putting the limit. I'm not trying to like. I'm just being egg you on. No, I'm being, yes, I am. I'm being, Actually, real, yes, I'm being I am. realistic. No, I I think one single layer of polyester. I mean, right now the biggest single ply lift in history is Tyler Butcher's you know, brother Anderson Anderson lifter. Uh, and, uh, Tyler Butcher's eleven forty. Mm -hmm. My bench is eleven twenty. That's only twenty pounds more. I know. I'm just saying. I think they're. I think 1,200 pounds might be getting close to the limit of single ply polyester. I we won't know until you're there. I won't know. I'm just saying, I'm just looking ahead, being realistic, being no limits. I believe anything is possible, but I'm also just, I need to be real at the same time. I, I got to catch up on YouTube now. Okay. We got here. I don't know, buddy. Oh, you bet. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Runner back says, no, I benched 496 in the Mendy. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. And to answer your question, I just hang dry because I do the same. I do the same thing. Yeah, because you don't want it to shrink? 
I don't want the dryer to shorten the life of the fabric, but should I and go by her hearsay? So I don't know if it's if it's fucked up. Here's See, the thing. I don't know. Like I'm just asking. No. Because... Uh, so with with it is denim. It's just like a pair of jeans. Mm -hmm. And every time I used to like my camis when I was in the Marines, they're not denim, but they're they're they're, they're trousers. They they're made of yeah, like they're a thick thick fabric denim yeah. material kind of. At least my woodlands were thick. The deserts weren't. They're, they're they're a fabric anyway. Every I would I would wash them. Trust me, it's a pain. I only had one pair that would fit me, so I would wash them once a week. At the end of the week, wash them, have a fresh pair for Monday. Every every Monday morning, I put those fuckers on. They were so goddamn tight. They would shrink them, and then they would stretch stretch out over the week. Now, me with powerlifting equipment, yes, do you do not want to add heat to polyester? Well, also denim, I think. Definitely not poly denim. You might be safe. I'm saying like. With the denim, if it shrinks up a little bit, then would you get more pop out of it? That denim, first user well, too? you might you get more support. They don't really or is it yeah, give you okay. pop, but or would it just be like fucking you up because now you have to break it in again? You might it might it might. That actually is a good point. You don't have to keep like restretching it out to make it manageable. I've always hung dry, or if you do want to put it in the dryer, just put the dryer on no heat. Just do tumble dry. That's, that's well, there's like no fine. point. Like for my if you don't want to, line of questioning, that's no point. But no, I'm just saying for this is what I've always done. But I usually hang dry everything. So, uh, Wonder Max and your double sleeve single chest diamond grit stitch katana count as multi? Yeah, no, yes, it would because he's referring to my single ply katana with double sleeves with diamond and grit stitch. Because the sleeves are double ply, yes, that is in fact multi ply. That could be one instance where I do actually use an actual multi-ply shirt, single-ply chest, double-ply sleeves. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> that could be an instance where that, that's actually a thing where, oh, I'm actually doing multi-ply because the sleeves are double. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, that would be an instance. Let me see here. So, we caught up on YouTube, and we're back to – oh, good night, Jim and Dan. Yep. Supper time here. Uh, thanks for all you do. Thank you for all you do. Thanks for hopping on here. appreciate it. Oh, uh, Thomas says that fed that sh fed that should not be named, yeah, is banning those wonky ER racks for January first of twenty twenty four, along Dude, with half a dozen other brands. While well, he's saying ER racks, yes, yeah. so they're probably still going to use combo racks, but just not no, he's ER. Like, no, along with half a dozen other brands. So old, like, br old brands. He's there's there's, there's ER so is just a brand. A combo rack has different brands like ER, yeah, Ghost, but up Texas. Top, he labeled like you missed it earlier. It was up oh. there, and it was like a bunch like also Ivanko, Tidex, Lyoko, Usix, Polini. Well, so so my so my question is then: Are they still having are they com banning combo combo racks? racks or just the brands? Because I'm assuming though they would use like Ghost equipment or some really fancy equipment. So my thing is a pile of dog shit. Covered in sprinkles is still a pile of dog shit. So I don't give a fuck about brands. I mean, I'm saying not what you're saying, Thomas. I'm just saying apart from that, I don't give a fuck. You know, they're like, oh, well, we use. Like what company makes yeah, it? We if it's not a good piece of equipment. Ghosts. We use ghost equipment. It's like, dude, it's still a fucking combo rack. I don't care about that. It's still the specs. The specs of combo racks fucking suck. They have narrow, thin pads that are close to the ground. That's why I hate them. And they're wonky and stupid. Whether it's ER, Texas Strength, Ghost, I don't give a fuck. They all suck. I'm wondering at Max over here on YouTube. Uh, also, because the denim 
with the denim, the dryer pulls out the lint, right? Which is literally making the fabric thinner. Oh, well, then yes. Maybe. Yeah, don't... So but this, it's not like sucking it out. Like, yeah, but but every time you 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 throw it in there, and then the lint trap, there's like material. Because the washer loosens it all up. Yeah. Just <laughs> you know, just air dry it and don't fuck with that. You don't just don't fuck with the integrity. Because well, no of one it. even makes denims anymore, right? Uh, Jenny does, and Inzer does. But oh. like, but like he. So like, if you accidentally ruined your denim, you could. Order yeah, you new. could just. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wonder at Max is like one of the only lifters I am aware of that still uses denim. I low-key kind of want you to get a denim just so we can play with it and I don't try it and see if it does yeah. anything. Uh, Alistair McMurray, local meat director, is looking into using bigger bench pads for big guys to protect against pec tears. Yes, that is nice. one of the root reasons that Donnie Thompson invented the fat pad because guys, big, guy, big guys, are blowing out their shoulders and tearing their pecs. It's not fair that a 113-pound kid can have t- complete shoulder coverage on a 12 inch pad because he's this fucking narrow then the 350 pound guy that's four foot wide has to lay on that same pad it makes no fucking sense and then right, even nice. even the small guys can benefit from a wider pad you know even the even the smaller frame guys can benefit from that cool we're caught up finally <laughs> good good deal um but anyhow so yeah uh, we'll, we'll get into really quick uh, the the theme of this Live benching and bullshitting tonight, the last benching and bullshitting of the year. And Wonder Max says real quick, we can talk to Anderson about carrying some denims and stock. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a that's a that's more of a Titan thing because Anderson's more of a distributor. Yeah. They do have their own brands. It's just they don't have their own poly gear or denim gear. So that's that's the only <laughs> difference. But maybe I'll just sew you a denim shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just get one from John Blackstone. Blech. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> Cosmic Floyd, man, your strength is impressive. Keep it up. Well, thank you for the kind compliment. Thank you. So really quick, what I wanted to talk about was my, since this is the last benching and bullshitting of the year, we're going to talk really quick just about my favorite moments of the year, my favorite lifts, moments, things all together, whether it be training, competing, all the things combined. We've done a lot. Favorite moments. Again, this year. So we'll just start from the beginning, January up until now. I actually have them written in a note. Oh, you do? Like for the whole year. Oh. I, every time we go somewhere, it's under like January, February, I write like trip to Rob's, yada, yada. Like I have everything I think that we've done this year, unless I've missed stuff. Do you want me to just off the top of my head or you want me to look at your note? Um, you go. Okay. So right, right off the bat, obviously. So nothing happened in January. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay. So you don't think anything happened in January, but January 2nd. Jim benched 1,400 pounds in training for the first time ever. Okay. That was the first time you handled 1,400 pounds. I remember that day. And then we had our big snowstorm that we lost power and they shut the highway down. Fucking Virginia. You. Yeah. Yeah. So January was huge. That was a huge 1,400 pounds for the very first time. It's a big deal, buddy. All right. Okay. February. Okay. February. February. Uh, Yes. I benched. History's first 1,200 and 1,300-pound bench in the same meet with 1,225 and 1,320. Mm-hmm. And Amber said she forgot about the snowstorm. Yeah. Fuck that snowstorm. That and fuck fucking everybody worst. that was stuck on that highway because they no, had to take... No, 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 screw them. No. Yes, no. Jimmy. No, the whole people thing. People were stuck on no, the fuck. highway with, like, their children. They were shitting eh, on the road. Eh. 
smell. It took it. I I mistakenly left the house. Fuck me for leaving the house to go down the road to get some food. Sorry that their their actual emergency it, interrupted your Peter Panda. It took me four <laughs> and a half hours. Okay, no shit, because we live parallel to Route ninety five, uh, State Route ninety five, Highway ninety five, yeah. and then we and we live on Route one. They run parallel to each other, so and the 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 backup happened right over there. I could see At the lights. Exit. I could see the lights from our back it window. It was in between the two exits yep. that we live in between. Yeah. So they redirected all the traffic onto Route 1. So it took... Well, before they could redirect, people were stuck in their cars for up to 36 hours. Your small inconvenience of not being able to get Chinese food in a timely manner was not a big deal. So back to my story. <laughs> it took me four and a half, almost five hours to go one mile to get home. <laughs> I was, and there were people, people in this state don't, can't drive when the roads are dry. Mm-hmm. So if you throw in a little bit of rain or just a fluff of snow, people lose their fucking minds. There were people in the ditches, people in that were like stuck in like drive throughs. There were people stuck everywhere because nobody can fucking drive in the state. Yeah, it was wild. It was, it was fucking ridiculous. I need I don't to, know why the power went out. My, we didn't have power for we three had, days. We had no pressure. We had no power for three days. And it was like 10 degrees outside. We didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it was 10 degrees outside. We stayed we went, here. Well, we went to Target because you were like, we after that whole like couldn't get home thing, you were like, we're going to go to Target. Yep. And we're going to get everything we need because it's going to take us all fucking day. And yep. then we're not going to leave until it's better. We had we bought all those candles. We, yep. Candles. <laughs> so we can heat our house. We bought candles. to Yeah. We, we bought candles. We bought shit. We didn't have to cook like jerky and chips. And we sat mm-hmm. in our freezing cold house with no power, no TV, no chargers, nothing for three days. Yeah, it was very fun. And very you cool. could see our breath. And, and that we, in the we, house, we didn't go yeah. anywhere. We, we just stayed in the house. We, we had nowhere to go. It was wild. That was fucking. So I'm going to get past that. So anyway, got the first 1,200, 1,300-pound bench in history. I'm super happy about it. Um, and then we went to the Arnold. The exact next weekend, mm-hmm. went to the Arnold. That was pretty fucking cool. And uh, that was fucking a blast. Got to meet a lot of people. It was the first Arnold that was normal again. Like, I don't want to talk about that part, but it was normal Arnold. Very fun. Very fun. I'll, I yeah. love going to the Arnold, meeting people, and working the booth. And it was literally days after you just did the heaviest yes, it was, single lift in powerlifting history. I like, competed. That was on, a big fucking deal. I competed on Sunday in York. We left York, drove straight to Ohio. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday, we went there to help Kevin set up. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Arnold. Fucking love the Arnold and love working for Anderson Powerlifting. Yeah. That was fun. We looked um, at houses because we were going to move to Looked at houses. We were going to move to Dayton, and Dayton is a bag of ass. And every house we looked at was in the hood, and there was bullets at holes, and people say... See, the bullets didn't bother it me It sounds like a war zone like and... All the trash. Like... I have been to... We, well, I've been anyway, to... this. we were on the cheap side of Dayton, yeah, too. Like, I, there I was would, a nice side. We just can't afford it. I've been to L.A. <laughs> I've been to Detroit. I've been all over Jersey. We've been to crappy parts in Texas. Uh, I thrive in the hood. Well, I don't. Fucking Amber, no way. Uh, <laughs> nope. That shit was whack. <laughs> I, my, I, I don't, like, I don't react, like, visually to things. My, no, like, we, where we live now... Is not fancy. Jim tells everyone we live in the slums. We do we live in the slums. We just had a double murder. 
Yeah. In uh, our apartment complex. On the apartment complex, so, a few houses uh, over, two people were murdered last Thursday. So yeah. that's, that's where we And live. there's like always cops somewhere. Anyway. Yep. Any fucking way. Dayton that's sucks. That's the point of this. Anyway, moving on. But that's moving on my on. note. So we have the Arnold. And then like we looked at houses. We were going to move. Changed our minds. Changed our minds. Visited with family. Yep. Got back from there. Okay. And then you judged your very first yeah. meet ever. RPS. I went to an RPS meet. Uh, became a judge. And... Uh, it's me. I'm the trash. I'm sorry. No, you fucking no. <laughs> it's me. Amber. And uh, so anyway, yeah, that's Amber. And uh, so no, uh, yep, went to went to an RPS meet and officially judged and you know gave back in that form uh, form and fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a long fucking day though. Holy shit. Um, drove up that morning and then left that night by myself. She stayed behind. Uh, that was a long day. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. did. I? Yeah. On this list, it says plus we ran a booth. Okay, that okay. You didn't come to the second one where I was yeah. helping the guys. So the first one. I okay, you were yeah. at okay. So that you were at that one. And then there was it's one more thing in March. Still sucked. What? WPO bench bash. Oh shit! Yeah, I went to the WPO bench bash in uh, Florida. What part of Florida was that? That was uh, Boca Raton. Boca Raton. Uh, got to see the beach. I hated it. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I was surprised at all of the fucking kelp. I don't do well. It's or the, whatever. It's the it was. ocean. It's like you know, on TV and stuff. People are like, "Look at my nice beach." That's and this Hollywood. beach was like, yeah. "We're full of rocks and and sea dirt, dead fish and sea kelp." And yeah, it was. And the beautiful sunrise view was actually just full of cargo ships. And I hated every second of it. There was sand and water and fuck that. So we that was cool. But I won. I won the WPO bench bash. That was pretty fun. Bench eleven forty. And a meet that was limited to two-ply band shirts or any limit of poly shirts you wanted. Uh, that was pretty cool. Got to compete with Hoff and uh, some Anderson guys. Rich Putnam was there and Duncan Hundley, and to name a few. And then the chicks were all there. Uh, Rayanne Miller. Who else? Fuck it. April. April Mathis. Kelly. Kelly I Duffy. Think those were the only three that showed up. Yeah. Yep. Because Wayne was like, hey. Yep. Do you want to jump in? And I was like, hmm, buddy, <laughs> you don't want to see this. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you want to see me take four and get stapled? <laughs> so, but thank you to Anderson Powerfitting. That was our first trip of the year that was uh, paid for by Anderson Powerfitting. So thank you. That's why we have judges. <laughs> That's why we have judges. You got to lock it out. I'm not going to, I'm not going to explain that story. If you know, you know. That's one of my favorite memories from this year. So. <laughs> Uh, D- Dave Hoff is just funny. I'm, oh, that's he, all he's I'm, very funny. I'm anyway, so April. April, uh, April the month, not yes. April Mathis. April the month. Right. Okay. What do you think? Hang on. Well, again, uh, if you're hopping on, we're just we're talking about the favorite <laughs> moments of the year because this is our last benching and bullshitting of this year. April. Hang on. I a have minute. a cheat sheet because I've been writing down my favorite moments. April. We were, went to a meet. We sure did. The. I'll give you a hint. The pro-am. What's yes. the pro-am? Mm-hmm. And I wrote down, Amber squatted 800, 800 pounds. motherfucking pounds. Got to watch Amber do her thing in the multiply world. Mm-hmm. Became the fourth woman of squat eight. Achieved the uh, third highest, tied for third highest total ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that's pretty fucking dope. It was also Taylor's first meet. Yeah. Yeah. So got to drive. had a booth. And that was very fun. <laughs> Drove nine and a half hours to uh, Cincinnati. That was a trip. Yeah. And then uh, Matt Brooks says, I think I heard on SNA podcast that she tore a peck at the bench bash in the band shirt. How does that happen? Oh, yeah. April, April Mathis. Yeah. She tore a peck. It could have just been she was benching very incorrectly in a shirt. 
she herself says she can't bench in a shirt, whether it's poly or bancher. She just does not do well. I think she was benching wrong and like chesting it up. It could have been too big on her. Yeah, if it, it was could have been all, all if it was too things. big of a band shirt, she was chesting it up. It um, could have been the bench. I could, yeah. Well, the bench was atrocious, so that was a whole other topic. But yeah, pro am was fucking dope. Got to see a lot of strong, strong ass women doing their thing. It was fucking dope, including Amber Hansen. Hell yeah! And we're moving on to May, right? There's nothing else in April. I don't have anything else. I'm sorry. I'm fucking with Damn it. Yeah. So May, May was the baddest venture too. Yes, it that was. was. Dope. I came there with a fucking purpose this year. Uh, the first year was just to prove a point because benching in poly. I was also benching in single ply. Got third by 11 pounds. Pretty happy with that. Uh, this year I came and I fucking just kablaster fucked it and I wanted to walk away with some money. And you did. Uh, open at twelve fourteen. It was a one of the fa- it was probably one of the fastest thousand pound benches I've ever done, thousand plus pound benches I've ever done. Jumped to twelve seventy three and missed it on my second because I was dealing with a lot of oscillation with that crappy Texas bench bar. Came that back was the first time that you'd experienced the oscillation. Yes, because twelve fourteen I didn't have it. Twelve seventy three caused that bar to start. Yeah, rotating. Like that was the first time in your lifting ever experience that you were like, the fuck yep. was that? Yep. So and now and uh happens a lot. Yeah. But then I I smoked 1273 on my third. Uh two for three lifts, got first place, came home with some cash, pretty fucking happy with that. That was a again a paid for trip by Kevin Pittman with Anderson Powerlifting. So thank you very much, Kevin, for what you do to us and uh do for us. It's awesome. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Got so we got to travel twice and then uh well actually three times this year, but we'll get there. There's so, still one more trip we took in May. No fucking way. Yes. Uh, we went to North Carolina. We did a seminar. We Stink Mop Jones. We did a seminar. Took the dog. Did a mm-hmm. seminar in North Carolina. Uh, Donnie Thompson showed up. Donnie Thompson. Uh, the first time you ever met Donnie? Donnie Thompson. Yeah. I got first time I met Donnie Thompson. Kenny Sellers and Levi the Fireman were all there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt says real quick, what do you think is so bad about the Texas bench bar compared to the other bench bars? They whip. For they every, just... Well, no. For everyone not benching 12 plus, they're probably fine. Yeah. Like, they're probably really, really good bars. Like, I didn't have any trouble at the first bad venture where I yeah. topped out at 1,080, but going 1,200 plus, well, 1,273, very close to 1,300 pounds, they just, they're just not good bars. They, they're not, not, they are, they are good bars, but they have a weight limit and you found it. Okay. I think so it's there's just, that. there's that. They're just, the, I don't know what if it's the steel they use or the or the process that they make them with. I don't or know. Or they might have been like, "Hey, no one's going to need to bench more than twelve hundred pounds." Oh shit! Wonder at Max says. Uh, so I wasted five hundred dollars, five hundred plus on a Texas bench bar. Nice, haha. Good, t- good thing my weights are not heavy enough to make it whip. So I'll enjoy it until I can afford a Pharrell. Yeah, it's still a good bar, and Jim still has found weight that will fucking whip on a Pharrell bar. Yes. So every bar has a limit. Just depends on if that person's going to find it. And Matt says, I know the Texas squat bar sucks. It whips with six, 700 pounds on the bar. Oh, that yeah. sucks. All that, those, they're 55. No, they're 55 pound squat bars are absolutely just trash. At I'll, six or 700 yes. pounds? That's bullshit. No, it's, it's true. That's shitty as hell. <laughs> I will not. If you're selling a squat bar, it better be stable at 1,200 pounds. That's why they started coming out with a 65 pound Texas squat bar, which apparently is like, golden okay, they hit the nail on the head with a 65 pound but the 55 pound bar is literal trash 
Gotcha. Okay, so May, uh, we went to the Bass Venture in Texas. Mm-hmm. That was in Houston. Then we went to the seminar, hosted my first seminar of the year in North Carolina. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. April, May, June. Mm-hmm. What the f- We did every. Oh, for fuck's so sake. So in June, there's like two, uh, I guess, that okay. two things that happened. So right, right. one, we hit 3,000 for the scholarship. So we were able to match what we did yeah. last year. Okay. And that just like catapulted us for this year. Yeah, really. Um, so that was when we first like hit. That was our first goal for this year, was just to match last year. Match last year. Um, so we did that in June. Okay. Um, we started the podcast back up. Okay. And started <laughs> posting regularly. So there that you was go. good. Perfect. And then we did your seminar in Massachusetts and went to Salem. Yeah, we sure did. You have to like that trip. That's... You have to change your mind. It was so fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was. It, it was. It was. You had fun. You I loved did. the monster meeting. I did. I'm sorry I made you walk for nine hours nine straight. Hours I'm sorry. Straight. We won't do that next time. I was smoked after two. Like, well, there's lots of places to sit down and rest. I said, Katie, I understand that, but here's the thing imagine me as a cell phone, okay? Imagine this cell phone has five percent battery and you plug it in for two minutes and then unplug it and go for another hour. What's going to happen to that phone? It's not going to be charged up, it's still near death. That's what happened to me for nine hours. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just say, stating a fact. I was okay fucked. And then I had to do a seminar the next day. I know. Holy dog shit. Was you I... so good. I was screwed. And we saw cool shit anyway. But the whole point of that was that and you then, also did your seminar. And Matt Brooks said he was on the podcast with us. So I forget. Yeah. yeah. I was at the I was at the class. I learned a lot. Okay, cool. Nice. Well, and it was our nine-year wedding anniversary. Yep. But, I wrote that but, down. Okay, so what what else happened in June? That was it. <laughs> so oh, Salem trip oh, seminar. Fuck. Okay, what happened and in that July? same seminar? Well, we talked about it last week, but that was the Sam Squanch toilet. We don't have to. We're get not into bringing it. up that, that story, story again. That's 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 in the past. Okay, <laughs> it's in my past. What in my past? <laughs> what happened that's in July? All, that's all I had. Oh, July. July. There's okay. One, two, oh. three. Okay. Four oh, things. Christ in July. Almighty! All right. What? First thing. Okay. Rob's eerie meat. Okay, we went to an Erie, Pennsylvania, and we went to a really cool convention center right on the fucking lake, out on a pier. Awesome venue. Rob hosted his uh, Strength Spectacular 2022. Uh, Taylor went and competed. I went and competed. Uh, fake full power. There you go. That's right. Oh, yeah. You I, did the bar. I didn't have I, – I did a plate. A plate and a plate. Oh, you did a plate, plate. I didn't have a choice. It was a full power only. I had to do full power to bench. So I went up there to bench. I forgot about that. I did another 1,200. I did 1,200 pounds flat uh, on an opener. And then I had some. Sorry. <laughs> 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 What's I'm the so problem? <laughs> What's going on back here? You just had a giant eye I'm so sorry. Keep going. I'm done. I'm over it. Well, that's it. That's uh, okay. I benched 1,200 pounds again. And. Taylor was Taylor got a, she got a PR total. She did really fucking awesome. She's doing really good now working with Amber. So thank you, Amber. She is blossoming with your programming. I really, really appreciate that. She's doing so fucking good. Uh, so what else happened in uh, July? Okay. So then July. Whew. Um, you judged yeah, really. that other RPS meet. That's the one that I didn't go to. Okay. I judged another RPS meet. And 
handled three of my guys. So I, I judged the morning session. Then I handled three of my athletes in the afternoon session. That was an 18 fucking hour day. Yeah. July was the month that we had something every single weekend. And I drove to York in the morning, did the meet, and I drove back home that night. Yeah. That was a long a weekend. At, it was like Rob's meet, home, RPS meet, home. The next weekend, we had our press command one webinar with all the male thousand pound ventures. And uh, it wasn't the porta potty story that I wonder at Max. It was the dog was. Last, he had an, an iBook. Last <laughs> week, last week it was the the, yeah, last week it was the porta potty story, Connecticut. But uh, this was the dog. So he made me puke. It's okay, buddy. And then Matt says, "I've never heard of too many meets to break up into morning and evening sessions." Yeah, RPS does that. It's fucking annoying. We do not. I like don't it. like that. Just have uh, a two day meet. It's have a two day meet or and have a one session. But I, it was a long fucking day. I was happy to do it. Very happy to do it and give back. Be there to judge. I know Alex um, Alexander Amon has it way fucking worse. Unbelievable because he had to, he was judging the whole day. Again, I couldn't judge the afternoons. I had three athletes, I think four, one, two, three, three. And he had to leave at two or three in the morning. I thought he said, I have to leave at three. I'm like, oh, probably in the after, afternoon. He's got to leave halfway through the meet. No, he did the whole meet. Had to leave at three in the morning to make it back to work. By 10. So he had to drive straight from there, seven hours home to make it to work by 10. Yeah, that's wild. Talk about fucking all in and, and giving back. And then I was like, that's insane. That is literally fucking insane. Mm -hmm. But uh, so, yeah, but gee, what else happened? So then I... the next weekend, we, well, then we house sat for that whole week leading up to the press command. Uh -huh. So we were like, Oh yeah. Oh first. yeah. We, we we were just like away from home and stuff. So it was that was rough. And two dogs to look after and well, we three because we had Walter well, with us. Walter with us, but, but two yeah. dogs that weren't ours. And just like being away from home. It was it was rough. Yeah. But we had our press command webinar with the thousand oh, the pound thousand pound press uh seminar. Yep. Had everybody all the thousand pound ventures, uh eleven of us total. Mm -hmm. And then let's see, Matt says I've seen the word Somewhere they have two platforms going at the same time, but I'm not a fan at all of that because it, to me, it takes away from the lifter spotlight. Yeah, I, I I went to a meet, a USPA meet, before I learned my lesson that had ten platforms going. True that story. Was overwhelming. Ten platforms. What's up, Cody? Ten platforms going at the, all at the same time. It was like six hundred lifters. Mm -hmm. Fucking ridiculous. So I did. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, so press command July and then yep. American Pro One. Okay. With Amber. We went to watch Amber. I wouldn't have gone because it was a raw meet and whatever, but Amber was there. She came down from Ohio. And it was cool. We got to watch. It was fucking awesome. I had to leave within 10 minutes to go down to the Home Depot and buy a pack of earplugs for everybody because they had the music cranked up so loud. And the guy on the <laughs> mic was louder. I was I was just sitting there with my hands on my fucking. I was like, "This is insane." So I left. Got ear pro. Got earplugs for everybody, and all but one person at our table of eight used them because it was that fucking loud. It was insanely fucking loud. I get being hype. Uh, I appreciate that. I think it was the most viewed uh, live live streamed event in powerlifting history. So like fucking awesome. But American Pro. Yeah, it was very cool. Christ, it was venue loud. was was really cool. 
I heard, I mean, we didn't watch the live stream, obviously, because we were there, but I heard the live stream was, like, super rad. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was yep. loud as fuck. But it was cool. Amber <laughs> did really well. She placed well. She had a great time. Got some PRs. PR on the bench, which I got the handoff to her for that. And then Wonder at Max says on YouTube, yeah, lesson learned. Won't do USP gay meets anymore. They kind of suck. Well, they, they more than kind of suck. They just they just suck all together. So, uh, that's all right, that. So, then that's July. July. So August. August. God, oh, man. <clears throat> there. We had one trip, uh, one event, okay, and two cool things happen. Fuck's sake. We're getting close to the end. What we got, though? All right. So we had the Unleashed Classic. Cool. So we okay. had our annual Meet at Our Gym. The third annual. Yep. Our scholarship hit its one-year anniversary okay. since we founded it. Yep. Um, and then we went to Rob Farrell's for the first time. Went to Rob's, lifted at his gym, and spent the night in his crazy fucking awesome house mm -hmm. oh man that was a trip we showed That's up where you did 1450 okay. first trip going to rob's at 1450 all right that was a good that was a that was an excellent trip i love going to rob's yeah and then we came home mm -hmm. and we watched baddest venture on espn oh yeah the ocho. we made it to the ocho on espn what were we eight. in between it was in between red it's not called redneck hold on Belt Sander, Redneck Belt Sander races. Belt Sander Racing and, and Pickleball. 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 Wild. We got to watch Spikeball. Kind of cool. Kind of lame. Oh, maybe it was Spikeball. No, it was Spikeball first. And then, then it was the Redneck Sander No, thing. then it was Pickleball. Oh. Then it was us and Sanders came after that. Oh, Sanders was after. We watched Pickleball. Also, I, I'm sorry. They, it's not called the Redneck Belt Sander. I, it's just. It's, it's Belt it, Sander Racing. It was a bunch of rednecks. It was. With Belt Sanders. Racing. Yes. Racing them. Remember remember the pickleball? It was, it was, it's like tennis, but with smaller rackets and the smaller <gasps> And it court. was the mom-daughter teams. The mom-daughter oh teams. Oh, my God. The drama. The, the, this 13-year-old girl, the way she would look at her mother when she would miss something. And then the other team, <laughs> when the mom, when the girl would, like, miss... You could tell I was like she's gonna hit her kid when they get home. Though so that that thirteen that, was so wild. that thirteen year old beats her mother. No, she on the other team, on the, you well, could tell that mom was like, "I know you're in for it." It was it was funnier to me that the that the thirteen year old oh. was pissed off at the mom. I'm like, yeah, that thirteen year old we were beats so her mom. Enthralled watching that, we were that was, was more crazy. fun than watching you on ESPN. But and your then, interview uh, was in there, which was really cool. Matt says I heard that the ESPN eight thing that they put on was originated from the movie Dodgeball. Yeah, the Ocho. Yeah, I, we thought it was fake. I thought it was fake when they because said, like, of dodgeball. Oh, it's going to be on the Ocho. I was like, that's made up. That was on dodgeball. It's, it's, it's not, not real. No, it's real. Yeah. I, I was. And we had to pay to watch it, so that was lame. And then Mark, <laughs> Mark says, "I would much rather watch Jimmy Bench than pickleball." Yeah, it was. It was interesting. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> the pickleball well, was boring. The drama that was clearly well, going on. Well, that's why it was between fun. the teenage girls and their mothers. That was, was wild. wild. Holy shit! Anyway, what we got next? Anyway, September. Okay. Uh, what did we do? I don't fucking. I don't know. Uh, hmm. What's a highlight of this year? Like, what what else is on your list? We're getting to the end of the months. September. I don't remember. That's too far. I don't remember. It was two months ago. Three months September, ago. September, September. The I last don't know. cool trip that we did. Cool trip. Well, we went to Elite FTS and the Swiss Festival, and all of our friends went to Ohio with us. Oh, we did the, uh, yeah, went to Elite FTS. 
with Amber. Yeah. We all, like, all of our friends came up and stayed at your mom's, and we went to the Swiss Festival. Yeah. And Leah did the rock Stein, toss. Yeah, rock toss. Yeah, that was September. Oh, okay. Shit. That was a good, that was a good that memory. Was, no, it was fucking awesome. It was lead up to yes. How, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, awesome. October. October, okay. Was the women's press command panel. We had all of the top female bench pressers equipped. Which was very cool. Yeah, that was fucking rad. That one was, I had fun on that one. We'd raised some good money, got a good fundraiser there. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And then we went to Rob's again. Rob's a second time. I went to Rob's twice this year. That trip was also fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got two questions here in a second, but we'll keep going. We're almost to the end of the year. We'll, okay, so then we did the RPS meet up with Tilates. Yes, went there. With Death Wish. Set up a table and judged again. Mm-hmm. And then um, we turned around, came home, and the yep. Unleashed Halloween party was the same night. Yep, we stopped so there. We came back. Did a couple of shots with Joe, which I never fucking do. Played which, some cornhole. Yep, and then uh, went home. Went home and fucking passed out. And then November was a big month. Two giant things happened. In what month? November. Last month, James. November. Two big things. I bombed out of a meet. Well, okay, you write it like that. I wrote, first time attempting 1,400 pounds on the platform. Okay. It's I a took. Big deal. I, I got 1,400 pounds on the platform. It's slowly becoming a reality. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And we hit $10,000 for the scholarship. Perfect. There we go. So yeah. that was huge. Mm-hmm. And we are now sitting at $11,000. We're going we're gonna to end this the year with $11,000. Unless we raise a bunch more money here in the next two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Guys can. You can make it happen. Hit, make us hit 12. Even it out. Now then we're going to get another $1,000. And then December. What do we do in December, Jim? Let me think. Let me think here. It just fucking happened. Did we go somewhere? We went to Dallas. Yep. Went to Dallas again. Thank you, Anderson Powerlifting, for getting us down to Dallas. for To work with the new marketing team working with Anderson Powerlifting. Amber came down and met us there. We were in the hotel together. Fucking fun. Uh, got to work with the marketing team, get some pictures. Well, we weren't, like, in the same room. We're like, the don't same, make it weird. We are in the same hotel. We were. We, we did benching and bullshitting <laughs> with Amber yeah, uh, in yeah. the hotel room. I don't want them to be like, oh, they flew you guys down and made you share a room. No, we no, each had our own room. We had our own room. And I uh, got to, t- Kevin took us out to eat like eight or nine times. It was fucking insane. So that was fucking about the flight. The flight back sucked. I'm not going to get into that because it was that bad, but uh, everything else was cool. So that was our year. Yeah. Highlights of the Did year. Did I miss anything that you. No, that, that's, that's more than I would have said on here because I didn't remember any of that shit. It's been the a, biggest it's been a, thing, like the biggest thing of the year was your 12 and 13. Yes. That, that was hands yeah, down. Absolutely. The second biggest thing I would say is winning Baddest Bencher because the money was, you got money. Yeah. And that so us, yeah. 2021 for me was about breaking records. Mm-hmm. Single ply, single ply, single ply. Breaking records, different weight classes. I was breaking records this year. Yes, I broke some records, but I was out to win contests. Yeah. I was out to win these money meets. Every meet. Three? Four. What's the fourth one? Well, I, I got, so I got, a, I got a thousand bucks for breaking the all time. and. Oh, okay. With, 12 and 13, then February. Mm-hmm. Then we won some money at Florida for the WPO Bench Bash. Mm-hmm. Then I won the Baddest Bencher and got a good check from that meet. Mm-hmm. And I also got a small cash prize from Erie when I benched 1200. Oh. So they've the, 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 all the oh, money. Oh, yeah, you did. Yep. That's why, yeah, so. that's why, because you had to do full power. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of questions here. I got to. All right. Well, that's our year. Ta-da. Let's see. What's next? Okay. We're on YouTube. 
Real quick, Crossring Society says, hey, Jimmy, awesome lift. When I watched the video, I noticed the board holder slightly moved the board. Mm -hmm. He did. So I was coming down to the board, and Paul started moving the board down away from me. I was, like, chasing the board. So if he had it of – if I always tell them, keep a slight cant in the board. No, I told him to move it down. I know, but I tell them, like, have a slight – like, don't lay it flat. Like, give me a slight little edge. So you can see it. Just so I can see the board. But at a point – you lose your fucking eyesight anyway. I know. But so I said, lower it down to meet his yeah. stomach. So it's an actual one board. So, but even such, if, if he hadn't have done that, I would have touched. But yes, he, he did. In fact, I'm glad he noticed that. He did, in yeah. fact, move the It was on board. purpose. <laughs> Noah Baker says, got a brand new single plaque katana tips on breaking it in. Yes. For the first three to four workouts, you need to take light, light Wait, I'm talking like 50% of your max, maybe less, and just do little quarter reps, like sets of 10. We got to take those tight fucking new fibers and slowly start breaking them in to make it malleable. If you try to go heavy right away, go down to boards, you risk blowing it out. You have to break in single ply correctly. Uh, you can DM me, DM me on Instagram, uh, Strong, if you want more information about it. I can give you more explanation. I want to catch up to all these questions, but... You have to go very, very light for the first few workouts and really take your time breaking it in slowly. You got you to go slow with this process. Let's see. Let's see. Raw Strength says, uh, my board holder moved the board on me once before and I kicked them out of the gym. Well, yeah, I, I'm not, it, it's, it was on purpose. It's not like a malicious thing. So let's see. Why is this? this is and it, weird. I mean, if it makes it harder and it makes you stronger in the end, they did you a favor. Yeah. I don't know what to show this fucking YouTube. Is it because there's a curse word in there? I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I don't give a I also feel at the bottom of my bench, my bicep feels like it's binding up, which makes my lift go to shit. I know my body needs to get worked on deep tissue massage. Any idea what causes that? Just strain. Uh, but I, I talked about this earlier in the video. I said that uh, oftentimes the site of soreness is not the source. If your bicep is tight, it could be a forearm or a shoulder issue. Your shoulder is getting tight and pulling on the bicep causing pain. So that's what I, that's what I say. Now over here, oh boy, let's see. Uh, Matt says, I know you have those bench programs on your site for multiplied single ply for what you did. Link up to those world records, this. Uh, any plans of making one for the band shirt record? Yes, I just mm -hmm. have not gotten around to it. This year has been blindingly fucking busy <laughs> with running the business and coaching and traveling and lifting and competing and podcasting and benching and bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. It's been busy. Let's see. Marky says, did you watch the WPO bench rep contest at the Olympia? I saw the highlights afterwards of the oh, lifters. Were we able to watch it? Like, was it streamed? I couldn't find a live stream if it was. I just We've saw seen various posts from yeah, people. I just saw the posts after the fact. I think, was it AJ Roberts had like AJ Roberts. all of them in his stories? We watched his story. AJ Roberts put all the lifts on his stories. So I got to see it that way. Uh, and then Cody Plum, in February, I called you from a hospital shortly after breaking my arm while high on morphine mm -hmm. and fentanyl. Mm -hmm. Yes, you did. And uh, I did not write that down in our memory book. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's not <laughs> cool. William Lee says, I dropped weight on you. Well, you didn't drop weight on me, I caught a weight. Which I was irritated because I caught my side, but the other side was like down to the face savers. I was like, what are y'all doing over there? 
parlay it up says which strength coaches should I know about and study if the only people I know are Matt Wedding and Louis Simmons? Which strength coaches should I know about and study if the only people I know are Matt Wedding and Louis Simmons? We don't really follow. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess a good source for that, for the like the diversity, would be to check out like the Elite FTS page. I'm caught up now because they are constantly posting, and like Dave interviews yeah. tons of different people so there you go right there just dave tate just look at dave tate's page lead fts he's got and then you can listen to like i'm on. sure john hack probably mentioned who his coach is yeah i mean you just, know, and stuff like that i don't know i mean we don't I, I don't i just pay it i just kind of i just kind of do my own thing i don't really seek i here's the thing i've had people help me obviously this is not an individual thing that i'm doing this is a team effort i have a crew i've got my support group i got my team it's a it's it's a joint thing but i have never had a coach again i've had people help me very very closely give me guidance i've never been programmed i've never been coached i've always done my own thing like from day one now back when i was a teenager kind of young and dumb i structured my training around people that i looked up to i.e scott mendelson uh uh, Ryan Canelli, especially, I had to realize I, again, stupid teenager, like whatever. And uh, I should have done this from the beginning. Uh, I should have just kept doing what I was doing that worked for me. We're all different, and I'm not Ryan Canelli, I'm not Scott Mendelson, I am Jimmy Kolb. So, what works for me might not work for anybody else on the planet. What works for Scott might only work for Scott, what works for Ryan might only work for Ryan. So I was doing things that were working for me when I was that age, but I thought, oh, well, this is wrong. This can't be right because nobody else is training like this. I can't, I can't do this. But in fact, that was the exact right thing to do. I just didn't know that being that I was, you know, a, a fucking teenager. And what we got here? Uh, any advice for a 57 year old bencher? Uh, same advice for anybody else. Um, I'd say, just train your triceps and upper back. Be in equipment often. Don't uh, rely too heavily on raw. If you want to bench in equipment, raw bench is kind of worthless. So that's my opinion. It might be controversial, but it is true. Um, just train your triceps and upper back like a bodybuilder. Uh, go heavy. I'm not saying train like a bodybuilder all the time, but you need to train your upper back a lot heavily. Train your back more than your front and be in your equipment as often as you can and get efficient with it and uh, – get proficient with it right uh let's see yeah someone said parlay it up look into rick from big iron gym that's also a good source and barracuda bart says thanks for all the great information and inspiration this year merry christmas and happy new year to you and your off-camera cake thank you very much uh i think we're gonna go ahead i think we're we've slowed down quite a bit um it's been over an hour thank you you're welcome uh, I'm going to go ahead and end it really quick. Uh, thank you to all my sponsors, of course. We have Anderson Powerlifting, who has flown us back and forth all over the country for the last two years. Uh, your powerlifting superstore, anything you can think of for powerlifting. Sleeves, wraps, suits, bench shirts, ammonia, chalk, straps. Figure eight straps now. Uh, they have it. They have it. They're fucking awesome. Every bit of it. Reach out to me on uh, Instagram if you have questions about Anderson Powerfinger or anything Powerfinger related, you can reach out to me on uh, Cope Strong on Instagram, of course. And uh, let's see, F8 Customs, Rob Farrell, 
Uh, it's just an absolute gem. He's, he's a fucking awesome guy. I love him to death. He's been really, really kind to me and Katie. Uh, not just, um, not just to me, I mean, to everybody, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he helps so many fucking people in the sport. He just gives and gives and gives and gives. I just, it, you know, it's just such a rare thing in, in today's society to have somebody that, 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 that gives that much. It's, it's really incredible. So him, his mother, Tiffany, uh, Logan, those four kind of as a team are just fucking awesome people. So I, I can't thank them enough for this entire year. Uh, it, it's been awesome. So Anderson Powerfitting is also the sole distributor for F8 uh, Ben shirts. So make sure if you, so make sure if you uh, need uh, Ben shirts, F8 uh, single ply, double ply, triple ply, you can go through Anderson Powerfitting. Uh, we also got Live by Design Chiropractic Care, uh, Jericho. Thank you for keeping my body in peace. <laughs> intact rather not in pieces and then uh unleash strength gym the best gym in fucking virginia the place where i've gotten all 11 or 12 of my competitive thousand pound bench presses have all been done while training at unleash strength gym with joe and margo and my entire crew of course you know i can't thank those guys enough I, I, don't, I don't think i thank them enough i don't think i do and then lastly but not least tracy weiler in ohio with dairy hut uh he's the guy who helped sponsor me to get all my supplements so thank you tracy very much for what you do i love you buddy uh, i'm gonna end it right here thank you all for hopping on this episode of benching and bullshitting the last benching and bullshitting of the year we will catch you all uh at the start of the new year of course back on here talking about bench got a meet coming up in february i uh, hope we get that elusive 1400 pound bench press so all right have a good rest of your evening a good christmas next week and we will talk to everybody another time all right, YouTube, we will see you guys later. Thanks for hopping on here, and thank you for the support. Hope you're enjoying the videos. Talk to you later.